Genesis chapter 38, Judah and Tamar. It happened at that time that Judah went down from his brothers and settled near a certain Adulamite whose name was Hira. There Judah saw the daughter of a certain Canaanite whose name was Shua. He married her and went in to her. She conceived and bore a son, and he named him Er. Again she conceived and bore a son, whom she named Onan. Yet again she bore a son, and she named him Shelah. She was in Shezeb when she bore him. Judah took a wife for Er, his firstborn. Her name was Tamar. But Er, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord put him to death. Then Judah said to Onan, Go into your brother's wife and perform the duty of a brother-in-law to her. Raise up offspring for your brother. But since Onan knew that the offspring would not be his, he spilled his semen on the ground whenever he went in to his brother's wife, so that he would not give offspring to his brother. What he did was displeasing in the sight of the Lord, and he put him to death also. Then Judah said to his daughter-in-law Tamar, Remain a widow in your father's house until my son Shelah grows up. For he feared that he too would die like his brothers. So Tamar went to live in her father's house. In the course of time, the wife of Judah, Shua's daughter, died. And when Judah's time of mourning was over, he went up to Timnah to his sheep shearers. He and his friend Hira the Abdulamite. When Tamar was told, your father-in-law is going up to Timnah to shear sheep, she put off her widow's garments, put on a veil, wrapped herself up, and sat down at the entrance of Enaim, which is on the road to Timnah. She saw that Shelah was grown up. She had not been given to him in marriage. When Judah saw her, he thought her to be a prostitute, for she had covered her face. He went over to her at the roadside and said, Come, let me come into you, for he did not know that she was his daughter-in-law. She said, What will you give me that you may come into me? He answered, I will send you a kid from the flock. And she said, Oh, only if you give me a pledge until you send it. He said, What pledge shall I send you? She replied, Your signet and your cord and the staff that is in your hand. So he gave them to her and went in to her, and she conceived by him. Then she got up and went away, and taking off her veil, she put on the garments of her widowhood. When Judah sent the kid by his friend, the Abdulamite, to recover the pledge from the woman, he could not find her. He asked the townspeople, where is the temple prostitute who was at Enaim by the wayside? But they said, no prostitute has been here. So he returned to Judah and said, I have not found her. Moreover, the townspeople said, no prostitute has been here. Judah replied, let her keep the things as her own. Otherwise, we will be laughed at. You see, I sent this kid, and you could not find her. About three months later, Judah was told, Your father-in-law, Tamar, your daughter-in-law, Tamar, has played the whore. Moreover, she is pregnant, 
as a result of whoredom. And Judah said, bring her out and let her be burned. As she was being brought out, she sent word to her father-in-law. It was the owner of those, it was the owner of these who made me pregnant. And she said, take note, please, whose these are, the signet and the cord and the staff. Then Judah acknowledged them and said, she is more in the right than I am, since I did not give her to my son Shelah. And he did not lie with her again. When the time of her delivery came, there were twins in her womb. While she was in labor, one put out a hand, and the midwife took and bound on his hand a crimson thread, saying, This one came out first. But just then he drew back his hand, and out came his brother. And she said, What a breach you have made for yourself. Therefore he was named Perez. Afterward his brother came out with the crimson thread on his hand, and he was named Zerah. Questions for reflection on chapter 38 of the book of Genesis. Number one, in reading chapter 38, what did you learn about the ancient Hebrew practice regarding the obligation of family to procreate after the death of a brother? Two, what are your thoughts about Judah's treatment of Tamar? Three, what do you think about Tamar presenting herself as a prostitute to Judah? Four, what, what observations do you have about Judah's condemnation of Tamar? Five, what does Tamar's action to require a token from uh, Judah to protect herself? And number six, what is the significance of the birth of Zerah and Perez? Let us pray. Lord, grant me the wisdom to advocate for myself and to protect myself from those who would take advantage. In my loneliness, grant me your company. In my isolation, grant me your presence. Where I am empty, grant me your fullness. Bless me and keep me. Lead me and guide me. Fill me and instruct me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is Pastor Nick Hood reading from Genesis chapter 38. I hope this has been a blessing to you. It certainly has been a blessing to me. I'm the pastor of the Plymouth United Church of Christ, located at 600 East Warren in Detroit, Michigan, right at the tip top of the Medical Center of Detroit. I'd love to see you. We worship on Sundays at 8.30 and 11 in the morning. We also worship on Wednesdays at noon. Tomorrow, we will be reading from Genesis chapter 39 the continuing saga and story of Joseph in Egypt. I hope that you can join me for this reading. I also hope that you will tell a friend and encourage them to join in a collective reading of the book of Genesis with you and with me. Until tomorrow or the next time, God bless.